Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's yeah. a little dramatic of a thing to say. No. No. <laughs> Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. How was your weekend, honey? Excellent. We just got back from a trip to Austin, Texas, visited some friends and family. It was a lot of fun, and we we ate whatever we want. Yeah. Which is not good for us, but it was delicious. (laughs) Yeah. It was nice to be off the diet, for sure. It turns out whatever we want is just Mexican food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And also uh, brisket and barbecue. (laughs) Sometimes combine the two. (laughs) Over this past week, we got a new review. Isn't that right, honey? That's right, from Big Al Murphy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Big Al. And if you want to review us, it really helps the show a lot, and it helps us to know um, what our listeners like about the show um, so that we can tailor it to what you're interested in. Um, You can always review us on Apple Podcasts, and you can review us on Stitcher and wherever else you listen to your shows. You can always follow us on Twitter. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. And you can email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. We are recording a little later than usual, and that's because our equipment decided to play an April Fool's joke on us. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So happy April Fool's Day. It's not cool. A remote corner of Nevada is ranked among the world's darkest spots. I've been there before, I think. It's right behind Caesar's Palace. What? Yeah, sometimes you just lose real bad and you feel real low. (laughs) It's pretty dark. (laughs) This was written by my colleague Benjamin Spillman for the Reno Gazette Journal, which is part of the USA Today Network. Computer scientist Chris Schmant doesn't visit Nevada for the casinos, but he does appreciate the state's nightlife. Schmant of Boston prefers to go beyond the glowing reach of lights in Las Vegas and Reno to relax in one of the most remote corners of the state. Schmant said, I'm one of those people who thinks about what the world was like before electricity. He noticed Nevada's dark night skies while poring over satellite images depicting the spread of light pollution across North America. Schmantz said, quote, I was looking for places to go, and NASA has a nice composition image of the Earth at night from space. I figured the dark places were places where there weren't a lot of people, and there is a lot of dark in Nevada, unquote. Soon, people won't have to search satellite photos to learn about Nevada's position among the best places for night sky enthusiasts to escape light pollution. 
That's because a remote area in the northwest corner of the state is poised to become just the seventh spot on the planet to be designated a dark sky sanctuary. The designation for the Massacre Rim area in northern Washoe County will be just the fourth sanctuary of its kind in the United States and the first in Nevada. Other U.S. dark sky sanctuaries are Cosmic Campground in New Mexico, Rainbow Bridge National Monument in Utah, and Devil's River State Natural Area Del Norte in Texas. There are also sanctuaries outside the U.S. in New Zealand and Chile. Sharon Netherton is the executive director of Friends of Nevada Wilderness. It's a group that led the charge for this designation. She said, quote, This designation literally puts Washoe County on the dark sky map. We are just thrilled that this special place has been recognized for its natural values. Unquote. Friends of Nevada Wilderness announced the designation last Saturday. The designation shows the International Dark Sky Association, which was founded in 1988 in Tucson, Arizona, considers the area to have, quote, exceptional or distinguished quality of starry nights and a nocturnal environment, unquote, and should remain protected for scientific, ecological, and cultural benefit. Research shows artificial light can disrupt wildlife that depends on natural cycles of light and darkness for everything from hunting to sleeping to migration. Skies unpolluted by artificial light, which are rare throughout much of the world, also provide a glimpse at the way the sky and landscape would have looked to people throughout the majority of humans' time on the planet. Schmantz said, quote, The sky ruled more of your life than it does now, unquote. It won't change any access rules or regulations for Massacre Rim, a designated wilderness study area of 101,000 acres managed by the Bureau of Land Management about 150 miles north of Reno and 160 miles east of Redding, California, near the borders of Nevada, California, and Oregon. But it will elevate its profile as a destination for people who want to experience solitude and starlight the way humans would have experienced it before electricity and industrialization. Adam Dalton is the association's Dark Sky Places program manager. He said, quote, the sanctuary designation is for places that have extremely dark skies. Sanctuaries not only are dark, but are really remote, unquote. BLM spokesman Jeff Fontana said the agency wrote a letter of support for the designation in 2016. To achieve the designation, workers from Friends of Nevada Wilderness had to document the darkness of the sky using objective measurements. The group, which advocates on behalf of wilderness designations in the state, sent workers into the field on several nights in April and July 2018. They drove around the fringe of the area by four-wheel drive and hiked into the interior and used light messaging instruments to capture readings to show how the look of the sky rated on the Bortle scale. The Bortle scale is a nine-point system that measures the visibility of stars and other natural light in the night sky. Kurt Kuznicki, associate director of Friends who helped take the readings, said, quote, It is something magical to drive around the WSA at night. You start drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night and drive around listening to the radio, unquote. They documented qualities such as the ability to see distinct features of the Milky Way, entities such as the M33 galaxy, and natural starlight bright enough to cause objects to cast shadows. Their findings showed the area ranked at the top of the Bortle scale and worthy of the Dark Sky Sanctuary designation. Kuznicki said visiting Massacre Rim at night reminded him of hiking into the Golden Trout Wilderness in the eastern Sierra with his dad in the early 1970s. It was on those trips from Long Beach, where Kuznicki was raised, that he gained an appreciation for escaping light pollution that prevents people in urbanized areas from the primeval experience of a pure night sky. 
because Nikki said, quote, I would like to see folks appreciate the resource they have in northern Washoe. Right in our backyard, we have these special places and we have the opportunity to protect it right now. Unquote. Vegas puts out so much light. I'm surprised there's any dark spots in <laughs> in all of Nevada. I feel kind of like I could look out my window and see the light from Vegas all the way here in Virginia. <laughs> it's bright. <laughs> that beam that they put out of the top of the Luxor is probably blinding astronauts as we speak. <laughs> blinding astronauts. That's yeah. a little dramatic of a thing to say. No. No. I bet in that dark sky sanctuary, you can't get a cell phone signal either. How are you supposed to play games on your phone? <laughs> That's the whole point of camping is you're supposed to get off the grid. Look up at the stars. Yeah, you can really enjoy the night sky for once. Or you just go to Google and look up pictures of stars on your phone. And show them real bright. Don't you think it's nice to go out and not be able to use your phone and look up at the night sky? Don't you think it's romantic? I guess so. We like to do it. Sometimes. We haven't been camping in years, though, huh? Outside is problematic. <laughs> we like to glamp as opposed to camp. I don't know if we would survive in those remote areas. Yeah, definitely not. We don't have the all the skills that most survivalists do or naturalists do. You know, it's great for survival. Electricity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this $10 kit lets you dry clean clothes at home. I dry clean things at home now for free. You just put them in the regular washing machine. No, that's bad for the clothes that are supposed to be dry cleaned. And then you wait till they wear out and throw them away. <laughs> you sure know how to take care of your clothes. I'm not going to let you near my dry cleaning. This was written by my colleague Cindy Balin. She works for Reviewed.com, which is part of the USA Today network. She writes... I hate taking my clothes to the dry cleaners, and I always put it off as long as possible. I get stressed out about the ridiculously high cost of dry cleaning and the scary chemicals they use to get the clothing clean. I despise having to drop off my clothes, keeping them out of circulation when I want to wear them immediately. That's what we do more often than not. We just put them, put them aside for dry cleaning and then never go to the dry cleaners. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm putting them into the bag in the drawer that I keep them in, I say... And she never saw it again. <laughs> but I, I mean, we go, what do you think? Like once a quarter? It's so uh, infrequent. I would say once a year at most. <laughs> really? I think we've done it three times since we've lived in Virginia. Oh, man. Uh, three times since we've been adults on our own. No, it's been more than that. I think okay, it's I'll been, give you four times. I think it might be like six to eight. That's still not a lot. That's still not a lot <laughs> if we've lived here 10 years. <laughs> also, when I drop something off at the dry cleaners, I have to make plans to pick it up. That's a big hassle for you and me, too. Yeah, things usually stay at the dry cleaners way longer than they're supposed to. Oh, this will be ready on Monday? Well, I'll come get it in three weeks from now <laughs> when I remember. Yeah. Cindy Balin writes... It's a real inconvenience and a source of discussion at my house, as in who's going to pick up the dry cleaning? Seriously, at one point in my life, figuring out the dry cleaning pickup was almost as big a deal as dealing with the daycare pickup. Not nearly as important, but almost as time sensitive. 
But after a long winter, dirty sweaters, pants, and wool scarves were piling up at my house. Who needs to dry clean scarves? <laughs> Do they even get that dirty? How, how sweaty is your neck? <laughs> it's good to clean things. Instead of spending a fortune on dry cleaning, I decided to try the Dryle at Home Dry Cleaner, which is recommended by hundreds of users. And here is what happened. A home dry cleaning kit is a little box of tools that lets you refresh and steam clean dry clean only clothes in your dryer. Its job is to remove stains, freshen clothes, and relax wrinkles while preventing fading, stretching, and shrinking. The dryel kit includes a booster spray that helps remove minor stains, but don't expect it to remove large greasy spots. That's going to be a problem for you, Dusty, isn't it? <laughs> Your clothes are basically one big greasy spot. That's harsh. Is it untrue, though? No. <laughs> it's just hard not to make a mess sometimes. After taking the tools out of the box, I gathered some dirty clothes, a favorite winter outfit consisting of a blue cashmere sweater, a pair of black pants in a synthetic blend, and a wool floral print scarf. I don't think I would have done the test on your favorite winter outfit. <laughs> well, then I sprung into action. Here's what I had to do. Spray the booster on stains, turn the clothes inside out, and toss them in the bag. Based on the size of the bag, I could probably have loaded in two or three more items. Open one of the cleaning cloths and drop it in the bag. Zip the bag shut and load it into the dryer set on a normal cycle. Let it tumble for 15 minutes to refresh the clothes as it said on the box. It also said that 30 minutes would produce a deep clean if my clothes needed one, which they didn't. Remove clothes from the bag, shaking them one at a time. This is already too much work. I definitely shake them all together. <laughs> Since I worry about the chemicals used in regular dry cleaning, while I was waiting for the clothes to finish, I checked to see what the kit was using to clean them. The box said it was environmentally friendly with no phosphates, perchloroethylene, or trichloroethylene. Good news. The cleaning cloths contain water, cleaning agents, preservatives, a fiber protector, and perfume, which I will come back to that later. The booster spray pre-treater contains water, biodegradable cleaning agents, and preservatives. I felt sufficiently protected from the strong solvents used by regular dry cleaning. So do home dry cleaning kits work? This writer says a qualified yes. Home dry cleaning wouldn't be effective with heavy soiled clothes or garments with big grease spots. But the clothing I put in the bag wasn't too dirty, and it emerged from the bag refreshed, soft, and relatively unwrinkled. And this is an important point. The clothes that come out of the bag don't have a crisply pressed appearance like clothes from the dry cleaners. If you're expecting that look straight out of the bag, you'll be disappointed to hear that you have to iron the clothes yourself. So are there any drawbacks to home dry cleaning kits? Be warned, the kit leaves behind a very strong perfumey odor on clothes. When I walked through the reviewed newsroom, carrying my newly clean clothing, noses wrinkled. I heard one colleague mutter, ew, what's that smell? So obviously, if you're sensitive to fragrances, this method of cleaning is not for you. That's usually the smell I go for, is when you walk by, <laughs> people say, ew, what's that smell? <laughs> that way, if you smell like that, less people come and bother you in your office. <laughs> Get a lot more work done that way. Seems effective. <laughs> Even if you aren't allergic, I'd recommend you do what I did. Air the clothes out for several days, yes, several, until the smell dissipates. Where do you air them out? In your in your closet so it dissipates into <laughs> all your other clothes? Once it does dissipate, you might agree it could be a small price to pay to avoid the dry cleaners.
That sounds like way too much work. I think you and I are just avoiding the dry cleaners by just avoiding it. End of story. <laughs> what I do is I try to purchase clothes that don't require dry yeah, cleaning. <laughs> that's the way to go. And last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Window washers have one scary job. That's not something I'd want to do. If Queen Elizabeth put Buckingham Palace on Airbnb, she could earn $1.3 million a day. Not for me, she couldn't. <laughs> well, thanks, Dusty. I was really looking forward to that for my birthday this year. I'd be willing to spend $120 a night. Not only do you have to spend the million, but you also have to convince her to list it. Was your data hacked in Planet Hollywood breach? Probably not, since I can't remember the last time I went to a Planet Hollywood. <laughs> I remember when you went to a Planet Hollywood. I think the last time was when I met Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Whole Foods to lower prices starting Wednesday. That's how Amazon gets you. They lower the prices until you can't afford to shop anywhere else, and then, <laughs> then they jack them back up. Game of Thrones, every episode ranked. I'll give you my ranking of all the Game of Thrones episodes from best to worst. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. They're all the best. Go watch them. That's bad commentary. <laughs> well, that's why I don't get paid <laughs> as a TV critic for USA Today. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot has a bumpy takeoff. Uh-oh. I know. You wanted to watch that. I want to watch it, too. There's lots of cool actors in it. Kylie Jenner admits she is not a self-made billionaire. You mean Kylie Jenner wouldn't have sold a bunch of makeup if no one knew who she was beforehand? I'm so surprised. <laughs> Carrie Underwood's kid calls her carefree underwear. Uh, they should just call her mom. <laughs> Michael Phelps is going to be a dad for the third time. I didn't even know he's a dad for the first or second time. Best Netflix shows for kids to watch in April. You should tell the headline to Michael Phelps. <laughs> Elon Musk releases a rap song. I think you're trying to take on too much, Elon. Too much. <laughs> Would you subscribe to anything from Apple? Absolutely not. Apple News Plus. Are 300 magazines worth $9.99 a month? That's a good example of something I would not subscribe to. <laughs> Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. <laughs> I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.